I hate the one call close. I think that it is a terrible process. I think that it's one thing that a lot of coaches and trainers have had made a shit ton of money on over the years teaching people this magic bullet or secret sauce. And sure, maybe you get that instant gratification and you get that close. But then when they leave you in six months, 12 months, 18 months, it doesn't make sense from a business owner standpoint. It doesn't make sense from an agency owner standpoint. This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. You want to have life insurance appointments with your customers, but you don't know how. That's exactly why I created the Six Figure Life Insurance Producer course, so you don't have to struggle like I had to. I had never been taught how to have an appointment, what the appointment looked like, what the conversation looked like and sounded like, and I don't want you to have to struggle like I struggled. And so we cover all of that in this course, how to have a full-blown life insurance appointment where you're driving bigger death benefit, bigger premium, regardless if you're in person or if that appointment is virtual in today's age. So if you are wanting to be more confident at the life insurance conversation and you want to know exactly what that appointment conversation looks like, this course is for you. Not only do you get the video training, you get the playbooks, you get the word tracks, you get the scripts. And the best part about this is it's a one-time investment. You invest in yourself today and you keep the content forever. So if you're looking to go from struggle to success and actually be confident in the conversation when you're meeting with customers, the Six Figure Life Insurance Producer course is specifically for you. Welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver. And today we are talking about the infamous one call close. Sexy in nature, but it is bad for your business. Why is it bad for business? Let's just tackle this one. Well, I think Wait, it's- well, hold on. What is even the one call close? Mm, that's a good question. Okay, so the one call close is where it's a process to where you- you're on the phone with the customer or you may not even be on the phone with the cust- customer and you're going to have a single conversation and all that you care about is, is saving money. And if you save them money, great, they sign up. If you don't save them money, you move on to the next customer. So a lot of times you're attracting these customers by emailing out quotes, texting out quotes and hoping that they call you back and then you're going to verify insurance information and hopefully you get the deal done. And if you don't, you just move on. Where are these coming from? Are they primarily internet leads? So a lot of the leads are are definitely going to be internet leads. And the whole premise is is quantity over quality. So get out 10, 15, 20, 25 quotes a day and close X percentage of those business or of those conversations. So you said that it's bad for business. So let's just dive right in and talk about how we even got to the spot where we're doing the one call close. So the one call close came about about a decade ago, probably 15, 15, 10 to 15 years ago when internet leads really started to come into the insurance industry. So you got to think 
after the tech boom, like that 2010 era is really when internet leads started to be relevant in the insurance industry. And so with an internet shopper, a lot of individuals think that if you don't save them money, if you don't close them on the very first call, that you'll never get them back on the phone. And that's how the one call close came about. It's, hey, we, we're not going to have a follow-up process. We hope that we save you money. We're going to try to attract you in by saving money. And we either close you or we move on to the next quote to where hopefully we close them. So it's all about speed. All about speed. It's all about speed. But the problem with all about speed is, is you're not developing sell skills. You're not developing relationships. You're not having a discovery needs-based conversation with a customer. You're treating the insurance like a commodity, mm. which means the customer is going to treat the insurance product like a commodity. So this really probably started back all the way in 1999 when Geico started their their advertising campaigns of in 15 minutes, save 15% or, or less on your auto insurance, 15% or more. And so that was in 1999. So you think a decade later, all of a sudden, bam, the internet is just booming. We're getting leads from the internet of supposedly people that are interested in having an auto insurance conversation. But now the salesperson in the insurance office, what are they focused on? Price. Price, that's it. So mm -hmm. if you're focused on price, the customer is going to be focused on price. So you said that it was bad for business. Why do you think it's bad for business? I think it's bad for a few reasons. So number one, it's going to set up from a revenue standpoint. Like if you're only attracting people because of money, they're going to leave you because of yeah. money. So I, ha I recently had a conversation with a captive insurance company. And over the last three years, They've experienced a 47% lapse can. So customers coming in and leaving them before the 18-month mark. 18 months, 47% lapse can rate means you write them, they leave you. There is no way that that's a profitable business. And so when you think of that from a company standpoint, that's going to that's gonna be directly because of the agency force. So agents are paying producers to write this business and then they're never making their money back. So from a bottom line standpoint, the one call close doesn't make any sense because retention rates are so freaking bad. Like I hate the one call close. I think, I think that it is a terrible process. I think that it's one thing that a lot of coaches and trainers have had made a shit ton of money on over the years, teaching people this magic bullet or secret sauce. And sure, maybe you get that instant gratification and you get that close, but then when they leave you in six months, 12 months, 18 months, it doesn't make sense from a business owner standpoint. It doesn't make sense from an agency owner standpoint. So that's the very first reason. I mean, from a revenue standpoint, it just doesn't make sense. It's bad for business. Because in the insurance space, really where, where you t start talking about profitability happens at like the 18 month mark. Mm -hmm. So if business is leaving at the six month mark or even the 12 month mark, if they're leaving before that 18 month mark, then you're not even making, there's no profit on that. You're in the hole paying your people, you're in the hole paying for the internet lead, your marketing, your advertising, all of that. So it's almost like this inflated, like false inflation of revenue. Yeah. Because you're saying, okay, I'm having all of this increase in business coming in right away, but if it's not sticking, if there's no retention, 
Yeah. And the whole philosophy is get them in and then, and it's great in theory. Like the one call close is amazing in theory. All right. It's sexy as hell. It's the one thing that people are like, I want to do this. All right. But the problem is, is once you close someone based off of price and saving them money, the likely, cause the thought process is we close them. And then a month later, two months later, three months later, we contact them have a better conversation and help them out with more products that we might be able to help them out on like a fire product, like a renters or a homeowners, or maybe a life insurance product. The problem with this is great in great in theory, it never gets done typically. So the discipline on that process, the discipline on the, on the follow-up cross sell rarely gets done. And even if the process or follow-up does get done, all of the buying momentum at that point in time is over from a consumer standpoint. And all you brought them in on was saving money. So now you want to talk to them about additional products that cost them more mm. money. Like you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting your agency up for failure. You're setting your producers up for failure. And they're just tough conversations. Everything's transactional. Extremely transactional. So if I'm listening to this, and this is the culture in my office. And I'm having problems with retention, not only from a customer standpoint, but you're also going to be having retention issues from a team standpoint as well, would be my guess. Hell yeah. Because you're burning people out. They're not fulfilled in what they're doing. They're product pushers. They're order takers. All they're doing is emailing out quotes, texting out quotes, get people on the phone, but they're not building actual relationships. They're not having real conversations. They're verifying the boring insurance information that you have to have for an application. And they're saying, hey, the price is this. Like it, don't like it, move on. Like there's nothing fulfilling or satisfying about that. You're not establishing any rapport, any human connection. You're just getting people in and moving on to the next person. And so from an employee retention standpoint, you're also going to have a high lapse can, high turnover rate with employees because they don't enjoy what they do. They're coming in to just hit numbers and they either hit numbers and you're happy with them or they don't hit numbers and you're like, what the hell's going on? Like you got to hit numbers or you're not going to have a job next month. Are you an insurance agent struggling to meet your sales goals? Do you feel overwhelmed and disorganized, making it hard to keep track of your leads and close deals? If so, our sales training program is the solution you've been looking for. Our program is designed specifically for insurance agents who need help improving their sales skills and increasing their productivity. We understand that the insurance industry, it can be highly competitive, fast paced, which is why we've created a program that will help you stay ahead of the curve and close more deals. We understand that your time is valuable, which is why we've created a program that is flexible and convenient. You can access the sales training lessons and coaching sessions from anywhere at any time so you can fit your training around your busy schedule. Don't let the lack of sales training hold you back from achieving your full potential as an insurance agent. Sign up for our sales training program today and start closing more deals, generating more revenue, and achieving your sales goals with more confidence. There's so much more to the program. So if you're interested in joining the program that's helped over 10,000 insurance agents nationwide, visit our website, www.weaversa.com, or send me a text directly at 816-727-7610 with any questions to find out more. It sounds like almost like this leaky bucket. As fast as you're trying to refill customers, you're also trying to refill team. Like you're constantly recruiting for a team, which you should be doing anyways, but 
you're having to fill seats faster, train, which you don't have time to train because you're focused on filling your leaky bucket of your customers are going out the back end. Yep. And isn't the whole point of insurance, the appeal of insurance is residual income, is that you can build this book of business and it continues to feed the machine and what you're doing is growing new business, but you have that like healthy bottom line mm-hmm. of your solid customer base. So if I'm listening to this and I'm like, yeah, I'm that person, I have implemented the one call close or I'm very transactional in nature. What would be kind of the first step to say, we need to start looking at an alternative solution? And why is that even important? That's a great question. So I think that first and foremost, you have to have a conversation with yourself around what do you want your agency Mm -hmm. to look like in the future? Because this is one thing that the insurance industry has gotten away with this over the last 10 to 15 years, and it's made people lazy. I mean, I'm not even saying it's the agency owner's fault. I'm not saying it's the producer's fault. There have been extremely high expectations put on agency owners, put on producers from the actual companies themselves. And so it's forced them to go into this transactional model, this this just one call close model of get them in, get on to the next person. And so I think the very first thing that you have to do as the agency owner or even producer, if you're listening to this, is is a self-reflection. What do you want your day to look like? What do you want your business to look like? Just not today, but five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road. Because the other thing we haven't talked about yet is this creates burnout as well. If you're continuously just churning business, churning employees, going from agent's office to agent's office, like that's extreme amount of, you're going to experience burnout multiple times. And so you have to have a self-reflection with yourself around what do I actually want my business to look like? What do I want my career to look like moving forward? And once you do that, let's just say from a business owner standpoint, then it's communicating that vision to your team and and also being very real with them around why what we're currently doing isn't working and it's not sustainable. Well, when you think about technology, it's like we're at in the insurance space. It's this collision. It's this collision of, I got, I hit the microphone. I got so excited. I'm like, ah, (laughs) because it's really this meeting of, it's been so transactional, fast speed. And now we have the introduction of AI and what the customers are truly craving is human connection. And if you think about, if you're building a business that is something that a robot can do, that Mm -hmm. artificial intelligence can do when it comes to kicking out quotes, communicating with customers, then you have to look at from a carrier standpoint, if you can be replaced by a robot for less money, you will be. That's right. And so the only thing that's really going to set yourself up for the future of insurance is how do you have conversations? It's the humanity of it. It's really communicating with your customers. And that's not just a get them in, get them out, get on to the next one. I saved you some money because we're not finding out what's important to this customer. We're not deepening any kind of relationship. We're not educating the customer. And honestly, that's really where insurance got a bad name is this like sleazy salesperson. And that's what you don't want to be when you get into this. You never want to feel like that. And I think that's where a lot of times producers and agents get uncomfortable is because they've defaulted to 
okay, this is what we've done for so long. Well, it's a culture of we only help people if we save them money. Hmm. And so the mindset there is, is sure, I guess you could convince yourself that you're helping people because you're saving them money. But what happens when they get into an accident and the claim's not covered because you didn't do your job of giving them better liability limits or talking to them about a life insurance policy or talking to them about their homeowner's insurance policy. So that's also a mindset and culture change in itself is you have to really determine what does helping people out actually mean to you? Because if all you're concerned about is saving people money, that's not what insurance is about. That's not what insurance does. Now, that's what the one call close is all about. Save people money, get on to the next person. But when you actually think about your job as an insurance professional, you are the protector of assets. You are the one person that is able to have a conversation with somebody set them up for success. So when it comes claim time, whether it's an accident, whether their house burns down or Lord forbid they pass away and leave loved ones, you have the opportunity to have a conversation with them about that. That has nothing to do with saving them money. At the end of the day, if you're doing your job right, most consumers are actually going to pay you more money than what they're currently paying with their current insurance provider because their current insurance provider is doing the same thing that you're doing. All they're concerned about is saving them money, getting on to the next cell, not building a relationship, not worried about the customer. Like we'll be reactive when they call us in and they have a bad claims experience. We'll try to just tell them all, yeah, we'll get it taken care of. If you're proactive on the front end Mm. to where you actually have a meaningful conversation, you're building rapport, you're finding out what's important to the customer, what are their struggles, what are their expectations out of you, the individual, the sales professional, the agency owner, what are their expectations out of their plan, out of the company? That's where the magic happens. Because now instead of just talking to them about their one single line auto insurance policy, you're talking to them about their two or three cars, their home or their renters, their life insurance plan, their jewelry protector. Like you're having a holistic advisor-like conversation. And that's exactly what is going to have to happen in the future for insurance professionals to be able to have a thriving career versus a surviving career. Mm. Because that's exactly what equates from from the one call close, you are surviving. You are not thriving. And so when I look at what can I do as an insurance professional to be fulfilled in the future, to make money in the future, and to thrive in the future in this industry, it is skilling up and being able to have actual conversations with customers that have absolutely nothing to do with how much money I'm saving you. The one call close to what you brought up there when you're talking about the experience It feels like getting people on the phone, having the conversation, and then having to go back and resell, cross-sell, explain coverage. It feels like you're having to correct a first impression. It's almost like if you bring somebody in like that, they already have this impression of what service is going to look like, what to expect from you, the provider, the agent, the producer. That just seems like a bad first date that you're trying to correct. Your retention sucks. Your referrals suck. 
And it all goes back to your retention sucks, <laughs> your referral sucks. It's true though. And it all goes back to the very first conversation with the customer. Just like you just said, a first date. Oh, so you're going to, on the first date, we're going to, we're going to save you money. Yeah. But on the third date or fourth date, now we want you to pay us more money and have a better conversation with you about the things that are important to you. Like, come on, man. That's not how this works. The first date is everything. Like your first interaction with them is everything in that relationship. So you're either going to have a conversation with them that matters and you're going to set yourself up as the professional, the go-to advisor, the person they can trust for their insurance needs, their financial needs, their money needs, or you're going to set yourself up as the product pusher and, hey, I just work with you because you saved me money. Hmm. So I want to go back because we're listening to this and we're going, okay, yes, I'm excited. I'm ready to make the transition. You said step one would be really self-reflection. What do you want your business or your career in insurance to look like? After you've gone through that process, yeah. what's the next step? Yeah, so I think you have to lead, you're gonna have to lead by example. You're going to have to, either you have to train your team in what those conversations sound like. And if you don't know what that conversation sounds like, which you probably don't, then you're going to have to reach out for help, either to a peer that you know is crushing it, doing it the way that you want to do it, or you're going to have to turn to someone like us that does sales coaching and training on a professional level. Most producers and most agents have never been formally sales trained. So how are you supposed to have meaningful conversations? And so that's where I turn to. Like You're going to have to invest in your business. You're going to have to invest in your team. But if you have an open line of communication and you have this vision, the best thing you can ever do is invest in your own personal growth, your team's growth and development. And so you invest or you change the conversation. That's where it starts. So first it starts with a vision. Then it has to be communication. Then it's how do we actually do this and what has the change? If you don't make this change and you continue with the one call close, you continue transactionally selling What's the time frame to where you're going to start feeling a squeeze? Where do you see the industry starting to make a break between, ooh, you're going to be in a situation or are we already there? I think this is it. We're I here. think we're in the pivotal moment right now just because it's such a hard, it's a hard PNC market. So you had a lot of things all come to a head with COVID, with inflation, with, with literally thousands of claims across the country because weather is all jacked up right now. And so you have more catastrophic claims than ever before. Dude, cat claims are higher than Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg's baby. <laughs> like there are so many cat claims that are happening. It's like Mother Nature is pissed. There, there was just a tornado in North Carolina in what, January? Like what's going on? Like so- She's angry. So it, everything that could have happened in a bad way did happen in the insurance industry. And then you have, and then on the flip side, so- now insurance rates are going up literally with every company yeah. every three to five months. And what they're projecting is this is not going to slow down until 2026 or 2027. And so when you start talking about the one call close moving forward, I think we're already at, a, at an extremely pivotal point in the industry. I just talked to an agent the other day. I was talking to him like, hey, how did last year go? And he was like, well, honestly, it was pretty rough. And I was like, well, tell me about it. He's like, well, 
Our auto production decreased, but not only did our auto production decrease because of the current rate environment, he goes, the only way that we knew how to sell life insurance was by packaging policies, like transactional selling. So we would save them money as a total package and just say, hey, also included in the quote today is a $100,000 10-year term or a $25,000 whole life. So they went from writing 65 life insurance policies in 2022 to 11 life insurance policies in 2023. So this is this is an extremely pivotal point. He took a $40,000 pay increase because of the bonus structure set up on the life insurance. Pay increase or decrease? Decrease. I'm sorry, decrease. So because he wrote that many less life insurance policies, the revenue dropped by $40,000 just in the life insurance category. That was just the bonus. That's not including the loss of business on the PNC side. Yeah. So if you are only concerned with saving money, you're going to have an extremely hard career moving forward. And and I'm very open in saying this is I think within the next three to five years, if you don't know how to have a quality conversation with a customer, I think that you will be replaced by AI. Why wouldn't you be replaced by AI? When an insurance company could develop a software to get out quotes faster than you, to have a better just fact-finding conversation with you, and they don't have to pay them any commission? Yeah. How does that even, that makes extreme business sense. Yeah, because you can start scanning deck pages. They could compare. Computers are so fast. AI is so fast and is advancing. So this isn't to say, I'm not saying this to scare you. If you listen to this right now, I'm saying this to prepare you for the future. And you're going to have to make a an intentional decision to either become the person that your customer wants you to become and is craving, or you will be replaced and looking for a new career. But it's up to you. You get to make the decision. Either I'm going to become that person. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to develop. I'm going to be able to have real conversations with people, build rapport, discovery conversation, understand how to propose an entire insurance proposal and plan and just not a single product. Or I'm going to stay comfort zone in my lane and hope that nothing happens in the future. So that's where we're at. Wake up. Yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah. But the best part is you have total control over what happens because AI is not meant to replace you. It's meant to enhance your career. It's meant to enhance the overall customer expectation and, and experience. Yeah. So don't be afraid of AI and technology. It's just going to force you to skill up. Yeah. And that's the best part. That's that's what should happen with every business. That's what should happen with every customer experience. It sh- we should all want the customer experience to be better. We should all want to have to get better to perform and grow and develop and learn something new because you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Like complacency is the worst thing in the world. And that's exactly what the one call close does. It is complacency at its finest. You have, you don't have to have a single skill set to close somebody at, with the one call close. I mean, literally, Lola, our border collie, could use the one call close well, and save people but, money and close them. But the- you have to under- remember that Lola is the smartest dog breed. She is. That she is, is. <laughs> on the planet. So she's, I mean, she she's reading at like a kindergarten level. Yeah. I, I just, I get fired up about this topic because again, it's super sexy. Just like I said in the very beginning, it's sexy. It's like that magic bullet, that secret sauce that everybody wants. But everybody also knows in life, in business, there is no secret sauce. There is no magic bullet. It's doing the freaking work. 
It's doing the freaking work and it's becoming the person that your customer wants you to become. So yeah, one call close is terrible for business. It's, it's bad for retention. It's bad for referrals. It's bad for employee retention. It's bad for bottom dollar revenue. It literally makes no sense. So you either have to make a change or you continue to do the same thing over and over, expecting a different result and hoping that it gets better. But we all know what hopium does. Hopium can be a really bad, can be a, a bad, bad experience and a bad road. So that's all I got though. Me too. All right. Well, as always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we have. We appreciate you spending time with us today. If you have questions or I'd even like to know your thoughts around this topic, shoot us a text 816-727-7610. Other than that, go out and make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, Time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have, and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.